0: Howdy, folks. It is
1: Thursday, January 12th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. We've got a good lineup today. We're going to be breaking down a nice box office boost avatars getting from Chinese moviegoers, and Juliet's also going to be breaking down what on earth happened with planes in the United States yesterday, and specifically what technology broke down but before we get to all that, here's what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack right, first things first, an important update. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission head said the agency will not ban gas stoves this comes after his colleague said a ban was an option under consideration and we discussed the reasoning and impact of a potential ban earlier this week on the podcast the agency is however according to him researching emissions from gas stoves to find ways to reduce indoor air quality standards and gas stoves by the way are used in around 40 percent of u.s households so this would have been a big deal Moving along, some interesting developments out of Netflix. The company appears to be lightly testing out and ramping up its live streamed broadcast on the platform. Netflix scooped up the rights to live stream the SAG Awards starting in 2024 on its platform. It'll stream this year's awards on its YouTube channel. It's the streaming service's first live award show. The streamer's Been working on live stream tech since May and plans to debut it with a live Chris Rock stand-up special on March 4th. I think it's likely we'll see more and more of this across content lines on Netflix, too. You'll see, I imagine, Netflix live stream episodes of some of its reality shows, potentially if they grab the rights some niche sporting events. And uh, I don't know, to me, step back. Netflix now has ads. Live broadcasts are coming. It's cable 2.0. Exactly. Also, Apple Maps latest update will let businesses showcase photos, deals, reservation buttons and more to better compete with Google Maps. This is a big deal. The company launched Apple Maps in 2012 and has for the most of its life been far behind Google Maps in terms of sheer utility by launching what it called Apple Business Connect, which is its platform for businesses to upload, manage all their information updates, deals, and whatnot across 1.5 billion Apple devices, this could really help level the playing field a bit more in Apple's favor. And in other Apple news, Bloomberg reported the company plans to make in-house screens in 2024 in a shift away from Samsung and the company's reportedly developing touchscreen MacBooks, which is a concept Steve Jobs once said doesn't work. In other news, supply chain software startup Flexport is laying off 20% of its staff, citing low volume forecasts from customers and overstaffing. On the other hand, crypto exchange Binance actually, somewhat surprisingly, plans to grow 15 to 30% in 2023. Also, Disney prices are going down, actually. Bob Iger is back at the helm and select parks will be offering more lower cost days, free parking and free digital photo downloads. How about that? And is it another day in 2023 without a new development in artificial intelligence? I think not. OpenAI will start a limited test on what it's calling ChatGPT Professional, which is a paid version of the AI chatbot that includes unlimited messaging and faster responses. Okay, the way of water... Avatar sequel has been getting a big boost in China, and I think this is pretty interesting. Uh, First of all, by the way, if you have not yet seen Avatar, have you seen it? You didn't see it, right?
2: No, I went to go see Megan, (laughs) of course.
1: Uh, Well, I want to see that, so I'm (laughs) hopefully going to go see that. But I I do recommend for anyone who has not yet seen Avatar The Way of Water, IMAX fifth row is the right way to do it. 4D seems cool, too, by the way, though a tad violent, I will say. Uh, the, The film has earned... $1.73 billion at the box office. It's now the seventh highest grossing film of all time. Those earnings include, uh, interestingly, almost $190 million out of China, despite the surge of COVID infections there, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Now, a big Chinese ticketing app actually projects the film will peak at $222 million there, which is more than $203 million. The original Avatar pulled in there a decade ago when there were just 5.7 thousand movie screens in the country. And today, there are more than 82,000. So what's interesting is attention could shift away soon, though, with the Chinese New Year coming up when a whole host of domestic films will be hitting theaters there among them. The Wandering Earth 2. Now, The Wandering Earth 1 pulled in $700 million there in 2019. And this is on Netflix, in case you're interested. But I thought this was a great quote. Uh, This was James Cameron told Variety the other day. We're going back to theaters around the world. They're even going back to theaters in China. And he added, we're saying as a society, we need this. We need to go to theaters. Enough with the streaming already. I'm tired of sitting on my...
2: That is how I watch a movie in a theater as well, though. By sitting on my...
1: (laughs) That's a great point. That's a great point. We should get in touch with him and let him know. (laughs) All right, Juliet, uh, yesterday I was sitting around, looking at the news as we do, and I hadn't heard about any particularly bad weather patterns going on across the country or any kind of major events that might have interfered with air travel. But all of a sudden, I see all these posts about people's flights getting delayed, just a whole like a bunch of mayhem almost out of nowhere. And apparently, a really important piece of technology went down. Tell us about what happened yesterday, because it was not fun for a lot of people, I imagine.
2: Yeah, so it's a little uh, it's a little thing called Notice to Air Missions. They call them NOTAMs. And I am not a pilot, so I was not aware of what these are. But they are separate from air traffic control systems, but they essentially share information about potential safety hazards to pilots. So, for example, if a runway is closed, if lights at like a tower or something are out of service, if there's a nearby military exercise or an air show, Mm. birds even, just anything that like might interfere with your flight, it'll come through on this system. But apparently the FAA computer system that sends out these notices failed on Wednesday morning.
1: Mm, That's no good.
2: Yeah. And because, it, you know, that's potentially dangerous to not have these alerts, they grounded all U.S. flights, which is something... um, to my understanding, has not happened since 9-11. Wow. Granted, it only happened for about an hour and a half, um, according to Pete Buttigieg, who, of course, is our transportation guy. I was watching his announcements on Twitter. So it wasn't like a days-long affair like we've seen in the past. Everything was kind of getting back online by about 9 Eastern. But of course, when you have that many delays and cancellations, you're going to have a kind of a, a, a bad day when it comes to transit. But Not nearly as bad as I think some of the earlier Southwest delays were where people were just waiting for days and days.
1: Yeah, that was very bad. So do they know why this happened?
2: So not yet. Um, President Biden has ordered an investigation into why the system failed. Obviously, this is not something you want to have happening. I read that there's no evidence of a cyber attack. And there's a couple theories out there. Cybersecurity experts think maybe it was like a software update. Um, some other experts were telling USA Today that it may be simply outdated technology, which is really the same problem that Southwest had was outdated scheduling systems, outdated technology plus software update. Those two things could go hand in hand. It seems like, but I'm going to guess that we're going to know pretty soon, and I I think it's probably going to be the outdated tech. So the FAA is just going to have to. <laughs> revamp these systems and make sure there's some sort of uh, fail-safe or, or something to protect this from happening again.
1: It seems to be a trend nowadays mm-hmm. at Southwest, and now this, uh, the outdated tech is catching up mm-hmm. to us, and it's uh, resulting in some pretty bad days in the air travel industry.
2: Yeah, and you know, not just the air travel industry. I was looking at pictures of a totally flooded Union Station in Los Angeles the other day, which is not really an example of outdated tech. Um, Los Angeles just really isn't equipped for that much rain. But I do notice when I go there, it's like I can't can't use my credit card on like the machines because they're so old and they don't take the strip ride and all the signs are always broken. And then I was reading about an Amtrak train that was on the way from D.C. to Orlando the other day. It got delayed for over 29 hours due to a derailment of a freight train up ahead. And apparently, people didn't know what was going on for so long that they started calling the police. And the conductor oh <laughs> the conductor had to tell them, like, you are not being held hostage. Like, you're fine. Please stop calling 911. Um, <laughs> so we just have a lot of, like, transit problems going on right now. We're, <laughs> we um, do. You know, we're not Tokyo. We <laughs>
1: We're not Tokyo. That's a good slogan. America, we're not Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Truppiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at the hustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Thursday.
0: We'll see you tomorrow.